special guest with me today we're gonna do something a little different we're gonna just kind of live in the moment this was uh like super impromptu but it's some special things that go along with it so i just met two brothers today and i'm with my other two guys we just kind of sitting around just talking we was just talking about life you know valentine's they just passed so we're gonna sit down and have a conversation with two guys and, and just kind of have a conversation so we can build it all together on the thing that us as men we kind of talk about and we deal with Sometimes we don't know the words, but we just use them amongst each other. All right, I got two gentlemen here with me, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to do something different. As I always tell everybody, we never ask you your name first. I always kind of ask you these questions. And the reason why I'm asking you these questions is because I want to kind of see where you're being, where you're going. So what I'm going to ask you is favorite city to visit right now. We was to get in the car and leave. Favorite city to visit, I'd have to... Favorite city to visit, I'd have to say right now, was just going back home to Oakland. So going to Oakland, okay. So we're going to take it like this. So say we got us us five plus a couple more. It's going to take us a while to get there, right? Right. But when your turn to drive, it's your turn to drive. We don't know you. So in order to get to know you, you get five songs. So your five songs going to tell me who you are, how you move, how you groove. And it's going to help me to understand you as a person because we're going somewhere, right? Right. So what would your five songs be? First song, always, I, got, I start the trip off with Pac. Tupac? With Pac. What song? For me, off Pac, it would be uh, Thug's Mansion. Thug's Mansion? Thug's Mansion. Just to let you know that, you know, even though we all brothers in the car, there's something greater, bigger than just us. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this conversation we start right here is bigger than just us. So right. that's why I would start that okay. with so Tupac. Give me, so give me, give me the other ones. What you got? After Tupac, you know, you always got to go with uh, uh, a lot of people say Biggie, but I'm going to go with uh, Rakim. you go Rakim. Paid and full. Because that's, that's just what we do. That's yeah. just what we do. We get on the ground, we ride, we talk, we conversate, and then we got to get paid and full. Always collecting that bag, always chasing. Third song, you know, I would have to bring it back. Just to relax, throw some throw some uh, uh, Gerald Levert up in there. Where can we go? Hold on, what can we say? You said Gerald? I always go with Gerald. Okay, That's I'm a youngster, God. but with Gerald, what song? God. Hey, you know what? From any album, we can go back, even even with Guy, but I always go back to the song he did with his dad. Okay. Just because, just cause, you know, as a man with a son, you know, I would love to have that bond with him. Uh, fourth song, <laughs> we gotta rock. We gotta rock it out. We gotta rock it out with uh, EPMD. Okay. EPMD, and uh, it's so many, but for me, with EPMD, it's just an old school vibe that I like to rock with, and it's pretty much that whole CD, their first CD. Okay. Um, last but not least, just to pay tribute to what we trying to do. As how we raised and how we ride, it would always be uh, Scarface. Okay, that's my dude. You know, uh, <laughs> hey, my guy next to him said he's taking out the song. Scarface raised me. I hate to tell people that, but Scarface, Scarface raised, raised me. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, actually, some of his latest cuts, man. Okay, uh, if you have not checked out uh, Deep Roots, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a strong, that's a strong album. To check out Deep Roots. Okay, so we got we got uh, Scarface, no doubt. We got EPMD, yes sir. We got what do we got? We had Rakim, yes sir. 
We had Tupac was first, and what was the other one? What was the oh, song? you know, you got it, you got it, you Gerald. Got it. That was Gerald. That was okay, Gerald, you know. So uh, we're gonna do it a little different. So if you would mind, introduce yourself. Tell me your name. My name is Kenny, man. Okay, Kenny. Uh, how old are you, Mr. Kid? I'm 45. 45. So you didn't see a lot, you seen a couple more years of rain on this earth than I didn't see. Uh, yeah, yeah, just a few oh, seasons. Just okay, a few seasons. so F, F 45, you married? Yes, sir. How many years? 12. 12 Actually, years. I'm celebrating my 12th year on Valentine's Day, so okay. yesterday. Okay, oh, so, so you started celebrating yesterday. Okay, kids? Yeah, I got four kids. Four kids. Okay, cool, cool. So I appreciate you for that. We're going to come back around. I want to let you let your man... He gonna get his turn in there, okay? He he said you didn't gave him all. Took all the songs, so <laughs> he, he don't understand it's the concept to the madness, right, though, right, okay? Right. So you don't gotta introduce yourself yet. You know, what I'm saying we want with my family, I like everybody to kind of tell their own story. So your song's gonna tell your story. So what five songs would it be? We're going to Oakland. He picked the trip, so you gotta ride. You can't you can't right. complain. On our way to Oakland. If we on our way to Oakland, so what 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 five songs you what got? What I'm gonna need is um, first song would probably be. Y'all know anything about this? It'd be that Public Enemy and uh, Chuck D. Okay. Just from a standpoint that uh, a lot of things that we going through today, a lot of things that we going through today, he spoke he spoke on way back. Okay. In that point in time, so that'd be one of my favorites. Okay. Was, uh, and then uh, next would probably be uh, something smooth. Okay. Something easy is uh, be a uh, mint condition. Okay, you know, because I know y'all all like the like the girls and the ladies. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> smooth it out. So what's all from it? They got a, they got a, the factor got a catalog. Yeah, so what know, you going I like with? That pretty brown, pretty brown eyes, pretty brown eyes. Yeah. Okay. That, that that'll do it for me. Okay. Then we got two more. The next probably would be. Uh, mm, that's a tough one. Um, yeah. Let me think, man. And it's, it's it's no order. It's not no top five or nothing like that. We just ride. You well, want you want me to know you who you is? You back off here, my. You know I'd have to go with some Pac. Too. Some Pac. What song from Pac? He, he chose Thug Mansion. You go on the same street, or you that got a different one? The Machiavelli. That Machiavelli. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So one more. Then the next one probably would be probably. Um. Uh, um. It's 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 it's, it's built for a it's reason. Tough. It's built for a tough. reason. Um. Probably be some red man. Some red man. That's yeah. a, that's the diamond of the rough right there. Everybody don't pick red. red. Man. I, I'm a big red man fan, so okay, yeah, I'd, have to, I'd have to go with that. Okay, so let's recap. We got red man. We got Pac. We got men condition. We got men condition. We, we got, got uh, we got Chuck D. Uh, yeah, well, public enemy. enemy. And right. then do we have a fifth one. Uh, I thought that was the fifth one. Um, well, I think. Um, Mm. Give me one more, mm. one more, one more. Take us on in, There's so man. many, man. It, that's the whole so point. Because, because, like, guess what, though? So many. If I was to ask you ten minutes from now, it's gonna change again, right? I, uh, I don't know probably some old cube, man. Some old cube. Okay, yeah. so we got we got yeah. the balance. We got the hip hop balance. Yeah, we're going we're going cube, east man. and west. Yeah. And then we got some some condition to balance us out. Right. Okay. No right. doubt, man. I appreciate you. Can you do me a favor? Can you introduce yourself? Uh, my name's Fred. 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 Yeah. Okay, Fred. Tell me about yourself. Are you married? I am married. How many years? I've been married thirteen years. We just figured that out. Thirteen yeah. years. Okay. Thirteen years. 13 years. Yeah. Kids, children. I do. I have one. Got one. Yeah. Okay. That's it. One and done. That's it. Okay. No doubt. I appreciate you, bro. We're gonna pass it down the line one time. This right here is a returning vet right here. So you know, let's see if this stuff has changed a little bit. So we on our way. We on our way to Oakland. Talk to me. What we doing? You know. Go ahead and uh, we're gonna roll out. We're gonna do that. Um, some DJ Quick. Okay, what song from Quick? Some Still Party. Okay, Still Party. Okay. You know, since we still there, you know, probably put another uh, another loop. Put uh tonight tonight on there. Okay, I got you. Yeah, and then um, you know, I'm an East Coast dude. I'm gonna go ahead and downshift it all the way down. Okay, you know, go back to some Key Sweat. Okay, what's what's what sweat we gonna do? How we you gonna know, make him sweat? You know, I'm an Ohio boy. Okay, so we're gonna make it last forever. Okay, I got that. That's what's up yeah, right we're there. Make it last forever, uh, and then you know we're gonna, we're gonna keep it moving. You know, put in some heavy D. Okay, which song from heavy? You know, got nothing but love for you. Got nothing but love for you, baby. That's it. 
Okay. Love, so, and you know, at the end of the day, man, it's a uh, 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 man condition. Okay, so you're going on the same cab. Uh, but what's so? You know, I like, you know, since we in the vibe, post-Valentine's and everything, uh, never heard again. Okay. Yeah, that guy, it's a sleeper. It's okay. A, it's so, a sleeper. So, mint condition. Yeah. Never heard again. Okay. Keep sweat. Keep sweat. Make it last forever. And two DJ quicks, right? Yeah. So, what's the last one? You know, it's uh. You know, I can't, I'm still stuck. So, you know, I always got to play that baby face. You got to go back to the baby face. Got to always play the baby face, but we're going to play some lovers. Lovers. Yeah. Okay. Chivalry album. Do me a favor. Introduce yourself, brother. Hey, this is, uh, I'm Daryl, a.k.a. Smokey D. Okay. What's your other handle? What's your other handle? Don't you go by something with some sunset? Uh, Chasing sunset, Mr. Chasing sunset himself, okay, right? Yeah. I'm All here. Right. We here, baby. We no here. Doubt. I got one more for y'all. My guy. All right. All right. <laughs> Do me a favor. All right. How you guys doing tonight? Doing all right. So check this out. You got five songs. You going to take us on in? I'm going to take you in. I'm going to take you okay, in. Okay, so what five we got? You know, I'm going to go way back. Okay. You know, I like them Izzy brothers. Which song from shit, Izzy? We talking, we, we talking, shit, we talking like. We should, in between the sheets. Okay, F1. Man, that makes you, make you move your knees when you hear it, you know, <laughs> make your body shake, shiver a little bit. Okay. Then you go, you know, mine, I, you know, I got a little list of mine. I you don't need no mine. list. Just speak off your head. Yeah, you don't need you know, no mine, list. be like Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton. That's a nice little cut. Which first which one? First, the first album that she came out was real hot. Okay, I can I can groove to that. Mm-hmm. And, and my man, and my man, uh, three should be my man. Uh, 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 Keep sweat. Keep sweat. So where we going? Merry go round and around. Okay. Merry go round. <laughs> that that means it feels something. Boy, that mean, it means man. something when you close your eyes and sing Boy, to when it. You, when, you, when you're really thinking about that song, that okay. song makes you feel good. <laughs> make yeah, you feel okay. good. If you ain't feeling good, it's something okay. go, something go so wrong. So we got, we got three. So give me two more. Then we, all right. Got two more. Then also, uh, give me Maze. Oh. You know. You got to get the maze in. If you don't get the maze in, that's a that's a that, that, that's another hit. What's what song from Maze? Uh, man, I'm gonna be honest. I like everything. It's not. I put the I put the album in with Maze and just let it rock. Okay, we're rolled. Okay, you know. so we got we got right. we got three right there, right? That's no, four. That's four. That's four. Right? Give me one more. And then at the end, let's go ahead and give it a. Uh, Ice Cube with a with American that his one album was American America's Most Wanted. I think America it was. Most Wanted. You okay. Rock that whole album and just ride. Okay. That California groove. Since we're going to California, okay, we got to get right. You got to get right on that one. Okay, now. so recap them for me one more time again. You got so Ice we Cube. Got, we got Ice Cube. We okay. got Maze. Okay. We got we got Izzy Brothers. Okay. We Tony got Braxton. Tony Braxton and Sweat and Key Sweat. Okay. It's all five. No doubt. No doubt. So, yeah. do, so do me a and service. Is, you know, this is Derek. Derek. You know, aka. Making money That's all it. day long. That's what it is. All okay. day, every day. All right, so uh, married? Yeah, married 12 years, be, be 13 years in uh, June. How many uh, kids? Three kids. Three kids. Okay, so check this out, man. I want to tell y'all right now, I just appreciate it. I appreciate it in the sense of y'all all taking your time to go through. So I'm the young gun in this conversation. So I'm coming to y'all for advice, but I'm also coming for y'all for understanding because... My songs are a little different. They change daily. You dig what I'm saying? But it's cool to see everybody's kind of in the same lane to just have just met each other. You see what I'm saying? In the sense of music. But music makes you feel a certain kind of way. You may hear EP, EPMD and, and feel a certain kind of way. You may hear Tupac and feel a certain kind of way. Babyface, of course, keeps sweat. You see, he closed his eyes with that. So we bridging the gap with that, right? So my question to you guys when you're looking at the way the world is now and and how you balance it and all of y'all, well, two, two of you guys are married and, 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 and one, or three, I'm sorry, and one's not, right? So one's single. So, and you got kids, you got a life that you live in. It's 24 hours in a day, right? So you spend a lot of time at work. We, we get the overtime to get to where we need to be at. You got to take care of the kids. You got to pay the bills. You got to take care of the missus. But how do you... Sneak your time in 
and not sneak it in, but get your time to keep your solace. I guess since I got the mic, I got to. I guess I'm number name. one. Come Let on. me go shoot. All right, you have to have that balance. Okay, doesn't matter how you look at it. We all need balance. So, me, I have to have a smoke. Cigars is my is my go to every day. That's what copes. That's what copes you. To copes you to deal with whatever's coming at you, what you have to deal with at home, work, yeah. whatever that looks like. You know. Okay. Have a good have a good cigar, have some bourbon, sit back and relax because you need that. You need to give out that good energy after that. If you don't have that time that you need to give that energy, it's going to come off wrong. Okay. You might say something wrong. So every man out here needs to have that little time, right, to understand that they need that for themselves, whatever that looks like to you, you know. So my man Kenny, I'm going to let you Well, back in the day, it used to be the gym. You know, you go in, you bang out something, and when you leave the gym, you you leave every frustration or whatever happened to you on that day at that gym when you leave. And then that way you can go home and you can deal with whatever the missus has and, and, you know, I sit down and help with homework and everything and not bring the daily struggles into it right now. Like my man said, you know, a good smoke, some bourbon, but I also like to read. Okay. You know, uh, right now I'm in the middle of Obama's book. So uh, if I can bang that out, uh, sometimes I'll sit back and I'll just read a scripture or two to get me through. And and, And that's what helps me get through from day to day. What you got for me, Smoke D? Oh, man, you know, um, it's all encompassing, you know? Meaning we all got our go-to lane, how we decompress, and uh, we all got similarities in, in what we and how we unwind. But I live within the landscapes. Okay. You know, a lot of people don't know. I'm writing a book, Chasing Sunsets. And I always looked at the beauty of God, keeping my head up high. You know, there's no same sunset. There's no same sunrise. So this recreation, I call it my redemptive work. Okay. Keep my spirit together. Keep my mind right. Just work on my spiritual alchemy, if you got you. Lack a better phrase. No doubt, no doubt. Take his own home, Fred. What you got? Um, my go-to is definitely a good stick. Uh, okay. That's the reason why we're here. Yeah. So I met you brothers based on us smoking a good stick and having a having a sip. But uh, one of the other things I like, which I think y'all need to get into, is, is the golf game, man. The golf? That's what it is. Because <laughs> you can do all these same things uh, on, on the, the golf, golf course. course. Okay. And, you know, it's something that Brothers is doing now. Yeah. So it's a good fellowship. And then also, as as, as Kenny stated, you know, I'm, which I'm trying to put back into my life is uh, going to the gym yeah. and being able to compress, you know, under some iron, you know, release some of that stress so you can, you know, release some of that in the gym. So that's really where I'm at. And then I also believe that you should have a, a spiritual side. Yeah, no doubt. Always should have a spiritual side because you can't survive all this without, you know, without the spiritual side of things. So me also, I like to read a few scriptures and when I'm struggling or whatever to let me know that uh, there is some, uh, some hope out there for brothers when we're struggling. No doubt. So that's what I got. Okay, so like just to kind of give you all a little insight on me, you know what I'm saying? Um, recently became single. It is right. what it is, but became single. Um, wasn't in the cards as what I thought it was going to be, but that's what it became, you know. So to decompress now, I, I talk to a lot of guys because as a young gun, I feel like I made some mistakes 
but I, I made good mistakes and I made bad mistakes, but I made some mistakes in, in the way that I carry myself in the way, but I, I, I always kept the word. The word always walked with me. So that was always a given. So I definitely read the word. I'm big on books. Um, in a book club with some of my cats that's my age, cause iron sharpen iron, steel sharpen steel. So we, we do a lot of book reading. Music is everything. You dig what I'm saying? So I gotta have that music. Do go to the gym. Cooking is cool. And, uh, just good vibes, man. I'm all about the energy now. So my law of attraction is just being around positive people. And trying to get the answers, not just for me, but for other people. Because as a as a youngster, if I could have been attached to y'all maybe a little bit early on, maybe the duration of my life or the way it went and turned, it wouldn't have went that way. You see what I'm saying? So I think the biggest thing about it is just finding you something, but finding you some people that you can lean on when you go through certain things. You dig what I'm saying? Because there's some things that you don't understand and some things that kind of lose you sometimes and you be lost in it. And then you're looking around and you're trying to get the answers. But we as being as men, sometimes we're too prideful to ask those questions. Like, man, how you making it? Or how you do this? Or how you keep your keep your sense of entitlement down? You know what I'm saying? To say, because as you're providing for your family, you're going to lose track of you. It's easy to get, lose track of you or somebody going to get shorthanded in the stick. You see what I'm saying? So Valentine's Day just passed, right? So I was I've been talking to different people throughout the weekend or whatever. It was a it was a difficult one for me because it was the first one on a different on a change of pace compared to how it used to be, you know, the few years and in, in the you know, few years past. What is it that makes you still have love after those calendars? You know, saying so for you three and then for you, uh Smokey D, I'll let you go first in this one. So what is it that makes you desire love and not just in the sense of Valentine's Day, but just love in general to make you still keep it fresh in your marriages? So, you know, I'm hanging out with a bunch of married folks, but uh, I've been on that other side and I did it for a while, like 15 years. Um, But that's a good question because I believe you that becomes redefined when you have a loss, when you have an interruption, when you have a a pause that come in your life and you begin to redefine, well, what is love versus, you know, what I thought love was. So the biggest thing that I have realized in my renaissance is to remove my ego and to become selfless and I have a heart of forgiveness. That way, you know, whatever has occurred, that's my definition of how I love out now from those three attributes. All right. Back to me again. Me dealing with Valentine's Day is a little bit different. So I'm always about this. Valentine's Day should be every day, especially when you're married. So you don't treat it just, it's just a one-time thing once a year. So I was always told whatever you do when you start, you do it all the way through. So if you treat your Valentine wife or girlfriend the same way all the time and you give her those treats or those conversations or those um, date nights all the time, when those when Valentine do come across, it's an everyday thing because you're showing, you're expressing your love all the time. Now, I'm not saying that every day that you're going to feel the same way, but if you show that love all the time, Valentine's Day is just another day because she's getting it. She's not just getting that special love once a year or once a once when Mother's Day show, if you showing it and you doing it constantly, that's love. Whatever that looks like, whatever that looks like to you. Well, for me, um, and to piggyback on what you said, uh, me and my wife actually, we really don't even celebrate Valentine's Day because, in our mind, it is just another day. Okay, and like you said, if you live in that way. Anyway, it can be any day. You know, if you want to do something for the person that you love, 
It don't have to be on Valentine's Day, so we don't make a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. And then also to me, with um, as far as love goes, I've realized as I get older, it's a partnership. So, you know, you need, we need that other side, you know, that softer side of things to to keep the ego in place and to, uh, you know, to have somebody that you can care for and, right, right. and to have a solid person that when you down, they got your back, you know. So, to me, that's what marriage is. It's a partnership. It's not, it's not a business. It's, it's more of a partnership. So... To me, you got to have a strong person in your corner, you know. And then on your own, where you, what you going through, I would suggest that don't give up on that, man. I mean, because you know it's out there for you, and uh, you just got to regroup and do it again. I mean, because statistics show that divorce is, is high, right? Right, right, right. Extremely high. So high right, yeah. it's, it's a high thing. So. The thing of it is that I would say to you is, is don't give up on that, man, because a lot of times you're going to end up in a better situation because of what you learned in your past situation. Is that like speaking from like experience from yourself? or Well, not? I've never been married more than once, but I, I've been in relationships. So, yeah, I mean, you just understand what, what you need to, you know, to, to get through things. And gotcha. then, you know, you need somebody that's there that's, really feeling the same things that you feeling and y'all moving in the same direction. If y'all ain't moving in the same direction, then it's a struggle, you know. Mm-hmm. And then granted, I know you say you made mistakes, which we all make mistakes, man. So she has to be forgiving as well as us, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's how you survive in the thing because they got to forgive us for things too, man, where it ain't so crucial. Or everything ain't an end dog. Everything you know? ain't an end dog. I was right. about to say that. You got to work through some things. So, because it's not easy. But um, I just say don't give up on it, man. No doubt. No doubt. I appreciate that. Well, for me, it's uh, I was always taught it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Talk that talk. Um, You know, you hear love is easy to get into, hard to maintain. Right. Actually, I think it's the opposite. Okay. For a black man, it's hard for us to relinquish our heart. Yeah. You know, we, we've been taught to be so hard for so long so that we build up that, that, that crust around us that, that when we allow that woman in, we think it's automatic she understands us. Right. So the biggest thing is how we can sit down and have a conversation with each other. You have to have that conversation with your significant other. Uh as far as Valentine's Day go, um, we celebrate it different. You know, that's my anniversary. We got married yes. on Valentine's Day. So you got you to gotta so, go, you go so in. I actually don't have to go in. She what? understands that it's not me giving life to her or her giving life to me. It's us breathing life into our relationship. Okay, okay. I like so that. So when you, when you realize that. You're breathing life into a different entity, right, right, right. Which is right. which is not just you and her. It's it's actually what y'all building, y'all bond, and everything. Um, as long as you can keep that third hand in there, which, like on a spiritual point, that third hand of God wrapped mm-hmm. around you, you'll always be okay. I uh, learned that respect is earned. It's not necessarily just given. So when you walk in that house. You make sure you respect her. Right. And you make sure she respects you. And our biggest thing is, you know, the brother said that uh, it's given every day, not just Valentine's Day. Right, right, right. The simple things you can do is flirt. Yeah. I still flirt with my wife. Okay. Wherever we go, I'm flirting. Okay. You know, uh, she's in the kitchen cooking. I'm I'm right up on her, nestled up behind her. Or, you know, those little things, the kiss on her neck or mm-hmm. If she's sitting there, give her a little nudge or something. Just, just a constant flirt, right? And and that that sustains us until we can have us our us time. Gotcha, gotcha. So, no doubt, like I think when I'm looking at it from my from my standpoint of it is, I used to say um, in the past, I don't think I'll ever experience love the way I give it, and uh, but I had to learn and. 
talking to the bishop and everything and having conversations with other people, sometimes the seed you put in the ground ain't how it come back. So it's a seed, and then later on you get oranges, you get apples, you get pears, you get a, you get a pecan tree. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, a tree, just because you planted a tree don't mean it's going to go straight up. Right. Um, you know, you always heard the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah. It's greener where you water it. Right. That, that's dope. Say that again? Grass is, they say grass is greener on the other side, but it's always greener where you water it. Okay. You have to nurture her. You have to, you have to actually help her grow into loving you just like you want her to, her to love you. Um, A person won't treat you the way you want them to treat you unless you show them how to treat you. Right. And then it's all about the buy-in after that, huh? Yes. Okay. So I understand that part of it. So... When I'm when I when I say that like when I say experience and love like sometimes I think that we got certain people on the on in the earth in like in the world when God brought certain people here He brought them here to pour into people He brought them here to give them everything that they needed to provide them everything to show them love but in the process you get so caught up in pleasing everybody myself it's just me speaking I was so caught up in pleasing her my friends my family my kids. That sometimes I felt like I wasn't getting pleased as well. You felt neglected. So you feel neglected. So then you look at it in the sense of like agape love. How you look at like agape love is unconditional. It's 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 everlasting. It's whatever you know. What I'm saying. So you looking at it in the sense of that, and it was trapping my mind sometimes to view it like that because I was caught up in if you give her this, she'll be happy. Because they tell you happy wife, happy life. Right. Right. They tell you uh, when you're dating somebody, it's your job to court them. You know, you got to have chivalry. You got to hold the doors open. You got to do all those things. But in the process, I lost my dreams. And my dreams became whatever her dreams was. You know how it goes. Y'all all been in the yeah. same picture where you might have a conversation, right? What's for dinner? Baby, it don't matter whatever you want. And that's you taking the high road as a man. You see what I'm saying? But the reality of it is, is sometimes you, even if you don't want a certain thing, you got to say something to make sure you get your peace in it is how I was where, where I felt like I was lacking sometimes because I was just like whatever you want to do you want to go out of tent let's go you want to do this it didn't matter because and it wasn't a backbone it was just a thing of the mind frame of saying like hey I'll be okay to take the lower to make sure you stand out front but in the process I you know you start looking at it and you're like dang this is different now and sometimes you can't speak a lot of times we lose ourselves in our women but when you get a strong one that would let's say she was able to get ahead of you as as a physical standpoint like she's going through a door will she reach back and pull you through okay. that's what you need to look for okay. as a spiritual point God don't put people in your life to stay in your life sometimes he put people in your lives so you can learn a lesson so every woman you meet isn't going to be the one. They're just going to teach you how to love the one that you get the correct way. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. To piggyback on that, that's, you know, it, it almost, it's a do or die type thing. I'm always like this. I'm always going to make sure that I'm, I'm loving me. And a lot of times that you stop loving you, to try to love someone else. And that's dealing with your girlfriend, your wife. You have to learn that you can't give her unconditional love unless you love you. And you have to make sure that you're okay into that. Because if you can't love yourself, or you can't give yourself that same love, you can't give it back. I don't give a care how much you try. It doesn't work like that. You have to make sure that everything that you do it's it's almost being selfish first. Love yourself. You know, love yourself and, and make sure that, that uh you're good. So you saying like when I when you get on an airplane and they tell you to put your seatbelt on before you put your kids' seatbelt on, before you put anybody else's seatbelt on, you gotta have your own seatbelt on. Is that what you're saying? That's what you gotta do sometimes. Sometimes you have to do that because what you do is, is, and really you can't really give that scenario as a seatbelt. Because think about this. If you go into, you meet a young lady and you go into her and you, you're not fully whole. 
you're not you went you went through a bad re- re- relationship and then you jump into another one and you you haven't cleaned out that closet or that old one and you're trying to come with this new stuff you have to make sure you're good before you can come jump into that river with that other person you know and that's just the bottom line you just cannot do it yeah just to piggyback off of something he said you know you can't lose yourself and trying to be with somebody else. You make sure you remain who you are because you got to remain that person she fell in love with. Right. And, and to piggyback off the fellas, I just want to say this. <clears throat> to me, what, what that kind of resonates and like a thread in all the comments is communication. And communication one-on-one is sending and receiving information. So, you know, you know, my homeboy Derek, he was like, he made a choice to communicate that I'm going to love me. I remember one time I was dating this chick in college, and she actually is the CEO of McDonald's right now. And uh, one night uh, I had chose to go party. You know, that, that puff pass pass little experience we had growing up and so and she and she was like, um, you gonna go do that. I'm going back to the room to do my homework. So she was like, I wanna be a CEO. I never forgot how she communicated to me her goals in that moment. She communicated it to me, regardless if I didn't understand her, if I didn't hear her. But I think we get lost in the sauce as an analogy in marriages, in relationships, because we're not deliberate in our communication. It's, it's simple. Like, if your car need air in a tire, you're going to communicate, I got to go get air in my tire. But somehow between kids, family, jobs, money, we lose ourselves on the simple communication of what we have to do and what we need from one another. That's just my little, little piece. Uh, well, I think we done covered it about all of it. But uh, Put some sprinkle on it. Come on. Take us home with it. And to me, I, to piggyback off what he said, uh, communication, I think, is key. You know, and a lot, a lot of times with us, communication is a struggle. And so, to me, communication is is important in a relationship. But also, I think a lot of times we get married for the wrong reasons, you know, when you're young. Okay. You know, so you're destined to make the mistakes, you Mm -hmm. know, because a lot of times we feel pressure to get married, you know, because you've been dating this long or, you know, you go to the family's house and they like, (laughs) <laughs> and y'all gonna get married and all that. So right, you know, right, right. a lot of times, you know, you do that under pressure. So when you do it under pressure, it's not necessarily the right the right move. Right, right. And so it, it takes you some time to realize that this wasn't necessarily the right move. Right. So what I think is over time and experience, man, you you figure out what you're looking for in a relationship, and then you know. You know what you need and what you're looking for. So, to me, mistakes is just inevitable, man, as far as relationships. So, you just continue to grow and learn from from your mistakes. Right. And you just have to go from there because ain't no perfect path to this, man. Right. They say say it don't come with no menu. So, I definitely, uh, I I thank y'all just for, you know, saying really doing this and sitting down and rapping with me. So, to be transparent with y'all, man, I'm um, probably like, Twenty nine thirty. When I'm when I'm, this is about I'm twenty I'm thirty six now. But I was about twenty nine thirty, and I was living in Houston, man. And I had experienced love from a high point, from a low point, from all over. You dig what I'm saying? So I had came in a situation where, um, I had been in love multiple times, or what my versions of it in those seasons and those age limits or whatever. And I can honestly tell you that every woman that I've ever been with, I've loved them before they loved me. Now, the compromise of that used to bother me a little bit. So the communication part, I used to communicate like I wanted love because my dad and my mom, they wasn't married. You see what I'm saying? 
my uh, my grandpa, my grandfather and grandmother on both sides, they were married. My dad's side, they had 14 kids, seven boys, seven girls. Mom and them side, is about five or six of them. You see what I'm saying? But you've seen that in the house. So I always wanted that. I always yearned for that. So on a spiritual level, I remember being in Houston and I was talking to God. And I was kind of like, because I had left and went down there to kind of find myself. My job had transferred me down there. And I told God, I said, hey, do me a favor. The next person you put in my life, make it my wife. Because I don't want to, I don't really, I'm not being honest with you, being transparent. I don't believe that I'm supposed to be in the field as far as the playboy mentality because it gets old so fast. You see what I'm saying? You can have every flavor, style, type you want, but at the same time, it's still a hole that's missing. So I prayed that prayer. That was my prayer. So the next person that got along with me, I said, okay, this is what it is. And I said, God, if you make it last a year, we gone. I'm gone. You see what I'm saying? Some things happened, came back to the city. We, we bonded. We got into that thing, and we rolled that thing out. But along the way, we both stopped communicating. So what y'all saying is so true, and it's so valid because my desires were changing, her desires were changing, and we never sat down to have that conversation, whether uncomfortable or not. And then the, when we did have it, we would have it, but we would still sacrifice and try to uh, save each other from feelings of really saying what was wrong or what we felt like. This what Things that was important to her had to become important to me, but they really wasn't my desires. Things that was important to me wasn't important to her you know when it came to spending time i wanted to spend time but i needed some me time because i had to reset i needed to be around some brothers though because in my group when i first came back home from houston i sat all my homeboys down i said y'all got a year they said why so i'm about to put some pressure on y'all that's gonna make y'all houses go upside down not knowing that it would come back around so i told them i said man I'm gonna get married here real soon. They like, bro, you cra- like not Al, like not you, like you not. That ain't getting. He not getting married like that. I don't even see this in the future. So when I when I did it, and it happened, man, I was I was the happiest cat that I had been for a while. But I had some questions that I know I should have asked. Those conversations in therapy when you're doing the premarital counseling and all of those things. A lot of times I didn't ask those things because I didn't want to hurt her feelings. And I didn't want to hurt my feelings with her reaction to how I was feeling. Because you start thinking like, well, if I say this, she's going to think this. And if she say, if she say this, then I'm going to think this. So the whole time we, we spatting back and forth. You dig what I'm saying? So just to shift gears in that, when you're looking at it now and y'all have children, your legacy is important, right? So, Fred, if you could tell me what's your legacy that you want to leave not just to your children, but if a if a person didn't know your child and they say, you Fred, you Fred's son or daughter, what you want your legacy to be? Well, for me, my legacy would be is to be, um, which it sounds kind of conceited, but, you know, to be um, just a strong, strong brother, man, that, that's willing to help, help out with the people that's around you, the people that you love, and then actually care about family, man, and... Uh, no, and to be a strong pillar, you know, in your society, man. As far as you know, a black man, and and to give it as 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 a black man would give it, because I think, you know, a lot of times they missing, you know, what we are as brothers. No doubt, no doubt. So, like, I think that that's important too, because we don't talk to each other like and i don't know if it's just a mentality or where it became man but it used to be like i grew up around cats that was guys as age so my dad was older so i used to watch them have like speak now brothers don't even people don't speak let alone brothers but we don't even right. speak and just you can have on the flies of flies of suit right somebody gonna walk past you and be like baby i wouldn't wear that shirt they ain't gonna give you right. your credit right. and say you good you can be with your kids and they see you with your children. They're not going to stop you and say, man, I appreciate that. Because right. really, you being with your kids at that time is teaching them later on, maybe to save them from being in my window. Right. You know what I'm saying? Living a life. And then you got all this other stuff going on with the world when you get stopped by the police or when you're driving or you already right. profiled by your name right. and your your appearance. So I think that that's definitely deep in a sense. Right. Mr. Right. K, what you got for me? Well, as far as legacy, you know, I started this whole game when I got out of school as an educator. Um, and to be honest with you, before I even had kids, it was my nephews. I got 13 nephews. And just to be that man for them, that role model, 
you know, we would go out and play football. We would go out and play basketball. I would sit down and talk to them about women. I would do all those things, even though my brothers and their fathers was there, they never had those conversations, those tough conversations. So the legacy I want to leave when somebody says, hey, you Kenny's son, I want my son to respond, yeah, my dad was, was a great man. He was, you know, there for us. And And to go back to what you were saying, how we don't communicate with each other, I'm starting to see a pickup in that's a fly suit you got on. I'm starting to see a pickup in those butters is crazy. I'm starting to see a pickup in that, in that, what's up, brother? How you doing? You know, a lot of times we look at each other and we can tell something's wrong with each other. And we just want to address it. We can, we can follow each other and, and, and I can follow a man and talk to a man and not really know his stru- and not really know his struggles but understand that he is going through a struggle. Okay, so just to piggyback off of that, I'm big on like YouTube and books and listening. I think Jay-Z had an interview one time and he was talking, right? And he was talking to this guy and he said a lot of times when people don't speak or they're kind of hard and exterior, he said people think that the other person looking at them can see their shortcomings, what they're going through, and what they're battling. So that makes them be standoffish because they think transparently you already know how I am and what I am. And I think that this, that's the craziest thing because you miss out on having some good brotherhood, some good bonding, some good friendships. And, you know, they say ships, relationships, ships, friendships are supposed to take you somewhere, right? right? But I think that we get so lost in, I don't want nobody to see that I'm hurting. I don't want nobody to see that. Maybe it's a season that you ain't got a job or you got a job or you, you, you shortcoming with your wife at the house or your kids or your girlfriend or whatever. Just you lost your mom or you're dealing with this or dealing with the short, you know, just things of life. So I think a lot of times I really think that's true. People really think when you're looking at them, you can see what's going on. You can see that it's an issue, but you don't have the exact issue. So I think that's a lot of times that we should have those kind of, those kind of conversations. Well, a lot of those conversations that we don't have. Um, it's because, again, I got to go back to the hood because that's how I was raised. When you in the hood, you don't show emotion. When you in the hood, you're taught not to show emotion. How many times as a kid, your sister can cry, you can see a sister crying, you can see a woman crying, but if a man shows emotion, he's weak. And guys my age still has have that outcome embedded in their mind. If I show my emotion, I'm weak. And that's where that that whole I'm not going to say nothing, I'm going to hold it in comes from. So, you know, how do you think that, I mean, we, we'll come back to it, but I I guess the thing about it is how do we change it in that sense? We'll, get, we'll, we'll try to get back into it a little bit, but that's good dialogue, though, because I think people need to understand that it's okay. Like, but... I don't just the DNA of how we was brought up. I don't think, and I think my dad told me one time a few years back. He said, "Man, he finally told me. He said, man, hey, every way I raised you probably wasn't the best way. Some of them whooping, some of them yellings, some of those punishments probably wasn't the best way. Because when I'm trying to chastise my kids, he's like, no, 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 you can't, you can't do it like that because of the sense of like times have changed. You have to evolve with the change of the world, right? What you got, the legacy." Legacy, I'm big on that. So a great person once said, Damon Dash once said, you hustle for your last name, not your first. You hustle for your last name. So when you're dealing with that legacy and teaching your kids, like I grew up in a single-parent home, so just my mom. And and I always said that I, I want to teach my kids how to love, how to show emotions and how to do all the things that I didn't ever learn growing up. I learned that later on just being out in the streets or different jobs, different cities that I lived in. Yes, sir. So now, just like I have my kids, and the first thing they say, are you Derek Hubbard's son? They say, yeah, my dad was the greatest. He, he does this, this, this. Make you be a proud dad right? To, when you instill some good knowledge in your kids. But that comes from growing. You have to grow within you to even have that 
love and crying is normal for a man to cry because you have emotions. You know, different things. Something hurts you, it's okay. It's like I tell my son, it's okay. It's not nothing about being weak. It's about your emotions is hurt. Your emotions is hurt. I don't have like I have a middle son that you know, he's emotional at sometimes, but it's okay. You know, but it's ways to deal with that too. So my legacy, I just want my kids to always know that their dad was a was a great guy. He taught them how to make money, how to love, and have understanding to other people. Because everybody is not raised the same way you raised, so you have to respect that. You have to respect people. Once you give it, you gave it. You know, I always I tell my kids right now, give the respect. Give it. Give it. You ain't got to earn it. It's free. It's That's free. free. It's in the book. In the book, it. you say that, though. Give it. It's free. Give it to them. If, once a person, because you can humble a person by showing some respect. That's true. And that's and that's being honest. If you show that respect up front, then, then people would know how to take you, you know. And that's my legacy for my, you know, that okay. I want to leave for my kids. No doubt, no doubt. Smokey D, what's your legacy, man? I mean... In the standpoint of, we'll, we'll, we'll flip yours a little bit. So you got sons and daughters, right? Yeah, man. You know, I live by a quote. Okay. You know, my father was a, is a disabled vet, Vietnam vet. And uh, my father's a fighter. And I've been raising my kids. You know, life, life is going to go south on you. Trust me. It's going to go south. It's going to go in another whole direction. But uh, I always tell them, the kids were small, I would say, like I said, Damon Dash, Derek. Uh, you know, your legacy is your, your last name, you know, just on four, fight on four, because I have four kids. And so I saw the movie um, Heat, and I remember Robert De Niro, you know, it was the bank heist, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the bank heist. And uh, he said this, and I've told my kids this since they've been small, don't let yourself get attached to anything you're not willing to walk out in 30 seconds flat. If you feel that the heat around the corner is coming. And what I mean by that, what I got from that, it was just, it was like, it was my epiphany. It was what my dad had told me when the heat got on him. You know, he was going to make sure when the money was low, we, we might be eating. I didn't know what it was when the money was low, but we was eating bacon and eggs during the week. You know what I'm saying? He waiting for the check on Friday. He was fighting. You know, uh, I've taught my kids to fight for don't let nobody walk over you, to to fight for your education, to fight for your rights, for who you are and what you stand for. So that's that's just kind of my that's my legacy is to fight. Okay, okay, no doubt, man. That's all good. I got some good gems out of this. I can't wait to go back and take my notebook out and get to it. Yeah, salute, salute, salute. You know, and. That's the blessing of meeting people impromptu, like not even knowing, but disabled vet, lost sixties, lost his eye, uh, in the Vietnam War. Right. Uh they were still in the game when I was in the military, man. I'm a military vet myself. Okay. So when I went into the military in the eighties, there were still military vets I mean uh Vietnam vets around, so Got a lot of respect for that. And then, you know, also, a lot of my wisdom and knowledge come from serving this country, man, which is... Uh, Did it give you the order? That's what it is? Like, that's what it, it does gave? give you order, and it also gives you uh, the respect of, 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 of your brothers, man. Like, there's a lot of black people in the military, you yes, know? Yes, So, you know, we had a strong group of um, brothers, man, so... Um, I can like what we doing right now. I can appreciate that, man. Yeah. And then I also speak on the fact that us not speaking to each other the way we should, man. A lot of times, if you the first one to speak, you know, brothers look at you like that's a sign of weakness, man. Mm-hmm. So, in order for you not to show that sign of weakness, you stay close to the, you know, you yeah, stay yeah, close to the to the hip, you know. And you know, if he ain't gonna speak to me, I ain't gonna speak to him. Right, right. So. You know, you got to be able to let that go and be like, hey, what's up, bro, and speak. Because I'm sure y'all have all experienced this where you done spoke to a brother, man, and he look at you like. Right, right, right. You know, and you be like, well, damn. No doubt. Know, what's going on with this brother? See, the way so, way I look at it, and I apologize not to cut you off, but 
I look at it, they used to say the loudest person in the room is the weakest person. You hear that sometimes. That's true. But as you get older, I'm learning that if you control the room early, it'll it'll take you places. Because sometimes that same brother that you don't want to speak to going to be the one to get your job. And the irony of this thing, and this is how my mind works, is 36 years old. Me speaking to you today, your grandson, your daughter, your kids, or whatever, later on in life, my daughter may be on the side of the road one day. Right. And the mulligan is going to come from your seat helping right. them. You see what I'm saying? My son may be in a situation where he in a store, and maybe not you, but somebody attached to your family. Because if you notice, when you see people all the time in your life, you start seeing them, some kind of way you see them again. Right. Most of the time. Most right. of the time. And when it's a good brotherhood and it's a good friendship, you help them not even knowing. Then guess what? Hey, Grandpa, I helped so-and-so. So, Dad, I helped it. Man, I, I think I know his daddy. Right. You see, I think I know her daddy. So now you're in a situation where it's it's the community rebuilding itself all over again. Right. So before we get yeah, yeah. So before we get ready to get up out of here, I'm going to use you three. You know what I'm saying? And I just got a question, and I asked everybody this because it's a real question, and I want you to be prepared for the question in the sense of having an option. Emergency contacts, right? Right now, if it was something to happen to you, who would be the first person you call? Well, for me, it would be my wife, of course. No doubt, and no doubt. After that, it'd probably be my best friend, you know, mm-hmm. which uh, he's in Charlotte, North Carolina, but um, he's coming though. He's coming. yeah, yeah, no question about it. Okay, so that would be what it is for me. Okay, what you got for me, Kay? For me, of course, it would be my wife. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, she come in here, guns blazing, knocking right, right, right. Down doors for <laughs> right. That's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. And 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 if it came down to a second, it would be my best friend because he do the same three. Same right, right, thing. Right. He come in here blazing, knocking down doors. Okay, D, what you got? First, you know, be the be the wife, and second one be my one of my best friends in Atlanta, Georgia. Really, it'd be both of them because they both coming. <laughs> it's just one here, <laughs> the other one gonna know. You know, right. so, yeah. And I asked that, and I asked it because a lot of times we don't plan for the forthcoming. You dig what I'm saying? We'll have one person, and that's what it is. Some people pick their kids. Some pick up, Some people pick their best friend over their wife. Some people pick their mothers and fathers. Um, it just depends on you and your comfortability, but y'all got calendars. So, of course, it should be your wife. It wouldn't be um, Junebug around the corner or nobody like that, but, it would, of course, it would be in-house because that's your family now, so it seems like all oh, you guys have clinged to your to your to your to your wives, and that's dope. I think that's the dopest thing ever. So, I, I, like I said, I just kind of want to always give people some gems because, and we're gonna get up out of here out of this. And I want you know you guys to give me just one gem you can give somebody for just life. If it's a dream, if it's a goal, if it was something you wanted to do, maybe you didn't get to do it. So now you get a chance to tell somebody some kind of quote. Or some kind of motivational speech that win one for the gipper type situation, right? So you want to be able to say, do this and and push through whatever you want to push through. So if you four could help me with that, I appreciate it. You can go first. Well, the one thing I would say is, um, as us all are obviously we all black, we brothers. Yes, so sir. the thing of it is for me. You got to love being black, man. And you got to love your brothers, man. So the thing I would say is that if you truly understand that you love being black, man, then, you know, a lot of us don't necessarily want to be in these shoes, man, as black people, you know. So my thing is I love brothers. I love I love black people, man. So to me, you got to love black people to be able to, to reach out and understand that struggle and that walk, man. So... That's my thing. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Mine is uh, a person that once told me, live your truth. Live your truth. Whatever your truth is, and I always say be honest with yourself. If you can't be honest with yourself, then you can't be honest with anyone else. Yeah, because I think one of my partners, he say that similarly. He'd be like, if you lie to yourself, you lie to anybody. 
A lot okay. of anybody But once you live in your own truth It is what it is Once you live in it No doubt Something like both of these brothers put together my, And I say this to my kids all the time You gotta love you when, once you once you realize and understand yourself and you love you, you'll pull yourself through anything. Uh, you are going to be the one who reaches back. You're going to be the one who pushes through. If you can look in that mirror and say, I love you, there's, there's nothing else, nothing anybody else can say to you that's going to bring you down. We say the same thing. You know, my gym in life is... Uh, one word put together is follow through. Whatever you do, follow through. Okay. No doubt, no doubt. So we didn't did this about a good little minute. We're gonna get back to the shine and some you know, put some more stogies in the air, man. Again, I thank y'all so much for just, you know, hanging out with me, man, having this good vibe, right? So what as we get ready to uh, get ready to get up out of here, you know, so like I tell y'all all the time, may God be your seatbelt and we be your direction. We can get a little direction in this thing called life, man. Till we meet again, man, y'all be cool. 33 signing off.